This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to our show, Alex and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, New York, and we have two beauty studios that we work out of here in Brooklyn. And then we get to see you guys here every Friday, and we teach you everything that we know about beauty and skincare, and we get to learn a thing or two from some guest experts that come to hang with us. So exciting. Um, So exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I once had a coworker ask me if, like, she said she couldn't tell if I was always, like, being sarcastic or if I was generally excited. Sometimes just Because I would say stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I am excited. (laughs) So exciting. So exciting. (laughs) I'm like, it's exciting what you're saying, I guess. (laughs) Um, um, So today is another episode in our hippie shit series. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about mud. Mud. Which makes me think of that video with that little kid, blood. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about mud, the history of it, what it does for your skin, and how to incorporate it into your beauty routine. Totally. Last week we talked to you guys about clays and minerals, and I thought that this I mean, honestly, like the rest of the hippie shit episode, we thought that it was all going to be in one episode, like essential oils, herbs, botanicals, like you just throw it all together. (laughs) And then as soon as you crack a book, I mean, a book is on a whole, it's a whole book. It's a hundred pages on one topic. We got an hour to fill. So we had to break this shit down. So uh, at first we were like, we'll do clays, minerals, salts, and muds. And then I learned about clays and I was like, I guess we're just going to do clays and minerals. And really it's just because clay happens to be also a mineral. (laughs) But now I'm like, I'm realizing we also have to go back to minerals because mad minerals out there. Last week was clays and minerals. This week was supposed to be muds and salt. But y'all, mud is fucking bananas. Again, again, earth has got me. And it's like, bitch, you better give me a whole hour. You can't break me down. I can't break this shit down in 30 minutes earth, with salt. Earth has got me. Earth got me. It's like, we've been here a billion <laughs> years. You just got here. How about put some respect on my name? That's it. <laughs> So respecting the earth and giving mud uh, really the the treatment it deserves because <laughs> mud its so many organic substances. We're going to tell you guys about it. I can't wait. Fucking exciting. But before so that. Exciting. So exciting. <laughs> did you guys believe me when I said it, though? What was the difference? The inflection. Yeah. Do I sound like an asshole? I'm like, so exciting. So exciting. Yeah, let's go. Let's you say it like it's just it. something to say to fin- to complete, to keep the conversation going. So funny. It's a I mean, yeah, I do that in real life, you know? <laughs> it's in everybody. I love it. All right. Um, <laughs> before we jump into our episode, let's take care of some housekeeping. 
Is there another word we can use for housekeeping? Like, I like housekeeping. All right. I keep trying to change it, but nobody else wants to. And when I say nobody else, I mean it's you. <laughs> okay. So we have our first bit of like really exciting news. It's not, this is truly exciting. It's not a Shapiro exciting. It's truly exciting. <laughs> we have a beauty baddie hotline. That's right. <laughs> You guys, okay, my mom is the cutest. I think I told you, y'all know, my mom is a listener and she loves to send me, one is she's a Wondery Plus subscriber, so you're welcome. That's <laughs> so cute. I didn't even have to tell her to do it. She just was. So each week she tells me about like the episode that is uh, being released early and I'm like, Sharice, how do you know the future? And then I remember like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharice is <laughs> on top of her shit. She's a Wondery Plus episode. Aw, Sharice. So um, this past week she left me a voicemail with her beauty moment of the week and it was so it was so lovely it was so I don't want to say cute because it wasn't cute it was empowering but it's my mom and so it's just like mom this is so cute and then I sent it to Alex and Alex was like oh my gosh Sharice <laughs> and I wanted to share it with you guys but then I was like well if we share it with just them like um, we want to hear all of your beauty baddie moments of the week um and sometimes it's just nice to you know call a bitch but you won't have to talk to anybody. We're not answering. It's just going to go straight to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have social anxiety, this is for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can also leave us your, um, I didn't know then, but I'm older now. If you still want to do that, you can just talk to us if you want to do that. You can tell us how your day went. But um, the Batty Hotline is the greatest number. It's 866-6-B-A-D-D-I-E. That's 866-6-BATTY. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at the end of this episode today, we're going to launch that new little fun ditty. And you guys are going to hear my mom's uh, beauty baddie moment of the week. So that'll be so fun. Cute. Super cute. So also the other thing that we want to talk to you guys about is um, not as cute. <laughs> but we need to come together as a beauty baddie community and help our girl Nicole. So Nicole um, is an esthetician. She works with us at True Beauty, and she just moved back to New York from Arizona in October. She was staying with her sister. Then she went and she was living in the Bronx with like this fucking dude. Didn't work out. And she got finally like her first place. And dudes, her fucking building caught fire. She's only been there for like one week and she pretty much lost everything, like everything. Not everything. She lost a lot. She lost a lot of things. And so when I was asking her, like, girl, how can I help? Do you want, like, days off? Like, what can we do? And she's such a fucking baddie. She was like, well, she's not such a baddie. One is she was like, this is fucked up. But, like, America, I need to work. Like, capitalism, <laughs> I need to make money. And so I was like, girl, I hear that. Well, we can do everything that we can to get you clients. And so the first thing is that we're offering 15% off of any service that's booked with Nicole until uh, July. And so the reason that helps is that our girls work on commission. We eat the uh, discount when we give discounts. So Nicole will still be getting her full commission. We're giving you guys the discount just to sort of like entice you to come in. So um, yeah, help us keep Nicole, uh, give her some money, keep her booked, um, send your friends in if you don't live in New York. Um, yeah. That's how you guys can help us and help our girl. Uh, the promotion will be running for the next six weeks. So from May 22nd until the end of June, it'll be 15% off all services that are booked with Nicole. And like Elizabeth said, um, she'll still get her full pay off of that, which, you know, she needs it. She Book needs with her. Money. And yeah. And also just 
help her build a clientele. She hasn't been back in New York for that long. That's true. And she's great. She's so fun. She's really great. Oh, yeah. If you're not sure what to book with her, she does amazing lash lifts. Yes. Um, she's been doing Brazilians for years. Yes, she does men's great Brazilians with- also. Yes. And gives a great facial. And gives a great facial. She's one of, we only have two estheticians that do male intimate waxing services, and Nicole's one of them. Yes. So, yeah. Book with her. She's got great green hair. We always tell you. And she's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> she is fun. She'll be fun to talk to while you get your vag hair ripped out. Totally. One of our clients always asks her to take pictures for her man when she's done. She's like, okay, I guess so. I'm like, don't mind her. She's a little funny. <laughs> Radolia. I heard her oh once. I was like, don't God. ask my girls to take porn pictures of you. She's like, she don't mind. It's fine. <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, so with that, moving on. Y'all, we don't have any guest expert this week. It's just mm-hmm. the stepbrothers in tuxedos. <laughs> yeah. Because, Our guest um, got COVID. Yeah. Because COVID's still out there running rampant, unfortunately. Yep. So um, what we can do, though, is we're going to tease out what the rest of our summer schedule looks like. Well, what the rest of our schedule looks like before we get to summer. And then when we get to summer, we have an awesome fucking summer series that we're writing for you guys right now. So this is what our schedule is going to be looking like. Next week, we have a listener letter episode for you guys. You guys have been sending us so many letters and I love, I just fucking love it. It's the greatest. Um, So we're going to be answering all of your questions and maybe just reading some great stories that you guys are going to tell us. I don't know what's going to happen. Shapiro reads to me. It's one of my favorite episodes that we do. After that, we have one more episode in our microcurrent series. So we have to finish learning what the fuck the current of injury is and also all of the modalities that allow Electromagnetism can found can be found in throughout medicine, beauty, and wellness, and also healthcare. And so then after that, we have another episode in our Aging Like a Fine Wine series. We're going to be covering synthetic ingredients since the past four weeks. We've been getting y'all hyped on shit straight from the earth, all this hippie shit. So um, we love hippie shit, but personally, I love a, a synthesized ingredient. A bitch loves it. Mm-hmm. Give me chemicals. Me Give me that good shit. So we want to, me too. You know, be true to ourselves. Okay. So here's the thing too: is that this was like the journey that Alex and I separately took into skincare was being like getting hyped on the earth and being like the earth is mm-hmm. incredible, bitch. You don't need nothing synthesized. And then we went to aesthetic school and was like, "Give that shit to me." So basically, we're taking y'all through like our same journey into skincare, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. And also, what's wrong with just using both? Los dos. Mm-hmm. A little high low action. You know. I always say it. They're trying to trick y'all asses into thinking, into believing that the world is black and white, but it's not. The world's gray. It is not. The best parts of life are in the gray, such as this. Skincare from the earth. Skincare from the lab. Keeps a bitch beautiful. So after episode 109, we have a little break during the week of July 8th. And then we're going to be back with our entire summer skin series for you beauty baddies. And that's going to take us all the way through summer. So now y'all have the syllabus. <laughs> now on to muds and salts. Wait, first. That was supposed to be British. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's really important. It sucks that we've got to beg y'all for fucking reviews, but it really helps other <laughs> beauty baddies to find us because we want to keep growing our community. And we know that there's so many people that are out there that want all of this information. Send us your <laughs> listener letters. And your beauty baddie moments of the week to truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 866-6-BADDIE. That's 866-6-BADDIE. B-A-D-D-I-E. 
I'm not even going to tell you the numbers because there's obviously numbers behind Batty, but that's not fun. That's no fun. 866-6-BATTY. Figure it out. Look at your (laughs) T9 phone. At your team, wait, do they not have on the screen? They have the letters, no, they do, right? they do, they do. Imagine yeah. they didn't, and bitches are just like googling <laughs> Nokia's <laughs> from 2000. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, dudes, let's break down our topic, let's get into the main of our show today. So, we're covering mud. Not muds and salt. Salt's next. The next episode. We're just gonna be talking to you guys about mud today. So, y'all, I knew nothing about mud coming into this. Nothing. This shit is wild. It's made up of so many incredible organic ingredients that have been fucking marinating for a million years. <laughs> some muds are new. Some muds are old. Some muds have high acidity. Some muds have low acidity. Some muds be preserving people. We're gonna talk to you about that. Some muds be anagelesic. Some muds be, they're just incredible. We're going to talk about everything. Is that how you say that word? Anagelesic? I always wondered. Yes. How did I you always think it read was? it as analgelist? No, I always read it as analgesic. <laughs> but I've never said it out loud because I didn't know how to say it. So, but that's how I say it in my head. You're like, I've never heard anybody say analgesic, so let me hold on to that one until I find out. <laughs> let me just go 34 years of my life and hope someone says it out loud one day, and the time has finally come. <laughs> Here with all of you in the world. That was so good. Now you all know I'm a dumbass. I'm so sorry. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> The resources that we used for today's episode came from our girl, Galena St. George. Galena. I feel like she's so, I hate the word exotic. I do love how you say her name. I know. I give her a little accent. Galena St. George. Oh, my God. <laughs> Galena's like, yeah, I'm just a white girl. Like, she really lives is. In the Midwest. Her picture is not, I think that that's why I give her so much like accent because her picture looks like a straight up white lady. <laughs> Galena St. Jorge. Alina, Alina St. Jorge, Earth's <laughs> Humble Healers, and How Clays Work, Science and Applications of Clay and Clay-like Minerals in Health and Beauty. And I got some of this information from, I guess, what is my new favorite book, as it turns out, The Body Electric from Dr. Robert O. Becker and Gary Selden. That's right, that motherfucker popped back up in here today. I did a little cross-referencing. It was very exciting for me. And then we also got some information from Wikipedia. You're like, okay, that Galena was right. Or like Robert was right. It's all checking out. Yes. I I trust Robert. I I trust the doctor more than anybody. So if you're just joining us, we are well into our hippie shit series. And if we were counting, this would be the fifth episode in our series. Today is basically like a part two from last week. Uh, Last week we covered minerals and clays. And today we're going to talk about their cousin, muds. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, that's fine. You definitely don't have to, but I would. Um, I think it would just kind of make everything make more sense. Clay's fucking dope also, dude. Shit's cool. Yeah, it's also really cool. So I would go back. That's just me. We're not going to judge you. We won't even fucking know. (laughs) Actually, we might. We'll be like, we have X amount of downloads for this episode. And then somebody stopped this at five minutes in. Who's that motherfucker? (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) Um, If you do pause and go back, we're still going to be here. We're not fucking going anywhere. So 
Anyway, when we first laid out these episodes, uh, we were both blown away by the little bit of knowledge that we both kind of already knew. This obviously goes so much more in depth, but I think also you all listening will also be able to relate. You'll be like, oh my God, I remember that like one time that I opened my eyes in earth science class. (laughs) (laughs) My teacher is talking about this. Yeah, but now you guys are going to get fucking, like, obsessed because... (laughs) And hopefully it'll be a little less boring. It's going to be way less boring because my fucking mind was blown, dude, reading about all of this stuff, honestly. And I was like, I feel like there's nobody better to teach these people besides, like, us fucking stepbrothers that just get really excited about skincare. Us and Miss Horowitz, my eighth grade earth science teacher. (laughs) She's probably... She wasn't old, so I wonder... She was probably, like, 21. She's just old to us. I mean... I mean, she was older. She's probably 50. She was at least in her late 40s, but probably older. Um, I should find where she is. She could probably come on and passionately talk to you all. <laughs> she was definitely like a stoner, too. Oh, she can come. Stoners can hang. You're like, I wasn't going to say yes, but now I'm down. Um, <laughs> all right. So what I'm trying to say is since beginning the research on this fucking episode, <laughs> all my fucking news feeds are filling up with information about Pete's and Boggs, which is, I don't That's hate hilarious. it. I don't hate it. it. It makes me think that Apple thinks I'm very smart and I like that. <laughs> um, That's really funny. But it's kind of cool because now I'm in the ecosystem algorithm and so I'm finding, I don't know, it's just, it's cool that this like fucking information is being sent to me. And because of yeah. that, I have a couple of um, different sources that I'm going to like throw in here because first I started getting these news feeds about like these bodies being found in uh, mud in Las Vegas. And then that reminded me of murder. And then that reminded me of my favorite murder. And that reminded me of an episode of my favorite murder where Karen was talking about this body that was found in a bog. And I was like, bogs, a body, bog is a type of mud. You see? All comes back around. Have you started watching that John Wayne Gacy special on Netflix? No, I heard not to. I heard just don't do it. Oh, well, anyway, they show actual footage of them taking bodies out from under his house. And they're all like buried in like intense mud that has these worms. I won't go into it, but no, 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 no. Anyway. All right. Mud is crazy. Let's jump into mud. So first, there's a very hilarious picture of a woman who's supposed to be relaxing in mud. (laughs) I mean, first of all, she looks dead. She looks dead. She looks completely dead. And like bloated and half submerged. It's very strange. She kind of looks like a lake monster. And the only reason I'm even bringing this up is that every single time I like open this book to do this, this fucking lady was looking at me and now I've got to put her on the Instagram. So I've got to explain to y'all why you're going to see this weird kind of dead looking bloated I guess relaxing woman. It's also funny because it's black and white. It would yes. maybe make more sense in the context it's for if it were in color. Yes. Yes, exactly. Her boobs. Yeah, the boobies. I'm like, are there boobs? I, there's no nipple. So I assume she's in a bathing suit. It's just. <gasps> I didn't even realize that. Yes. I just was like, oh, the mud is covering her nipples. Oh, no. You'd see some kind of pee. No, you're right. You're right. Anyway, so that's that's just Peak. this picture. <laughs> that I liked. I hated it slash loved it so much that I inserted it into our notes so that Alex can also see it. And then (laughs) so you guys can also see it. That's what this picture is about. That's the only reason it's here. And we're never going to talk about it again. Watch someone listening. is like, oh, I was the person in that book. It's a picture of me. They're like, that's my Um, Instagram. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's pick up where we left off last week. And that was us basically leaving you all hanging with... What's the difference between mud and clay? 
So clay is an inorganic substance containing mostly minerals, and it's formed as a result of deposition of volcanic ash. It's much softer compared to on the body compared to muds, and it can be taken internally also, which is really cool uh, because it's very cleansing and detoxifying to the body internally and externally. Mud contains a large amount of organic matter like peptides, retinoids, carotenoids, antioxidants. It's a very active substance. Um, It's been formed as a result of deposition over a very long time, sometimes millions of years um, of dead trees, plants, animals. And that's why it's so rich in organic matter, which is kind of crazy. But that's like when I had a garden last year, it was like, yeah, you need all this funky dead shit. And that's going to make your plants grow really nicely. Well, it's it's like... I know I always say it and sound like such a fucking idiot, but it's the earth. It's so cool mm-hmm. how all of like the cycle of life, how it all, you know, helps each other. It all keeps all that shit going. Like what is oil? Oil from the ground, fossil fuels, fossil. It's dead shit. It's, it's dead shit. And it's shit that's just been marinating for forever. And that's what I think of when I think of like all of this mud. I just think of like kind of like I saw on Netflix um, on Chef's Table. There's this uh, chef in Mexico City and he makes this mole that marinates for days like three like mm. 300 and something days and he just keeps adding oh. to it yeah date like old like very very aged mole and that's like his specialty mm. that's what people come here from around the world for and that's kind of what this reminded me of is like this mole I swear this, my stomach just grew I know before we started this I was like I'm so hungry <laughs> maybe that's why I'm talking about this but no it reminded me it's like do you know this thing that's aging but as it ages, it gets better. It's like wine, right? Like that's why all of these things are so wonderful is because it's kind of it's a, like a cast iron pot, right? It's like the more you use it, the more you add to it, the more all of these different things come together on top of each other, it gets better. Mud, the fuck. Um, muds are also known as peloids and they're extremely rich in minerals and organic substances. It consists of humus and minerals, and they're formed over a really long period of time by physical, chemical, biological, and geological processes. And as a result of biochemical processes in the presence of bacteria, many complex organic compounds are formed like antioxidants and fulvic acids. How fucking cool is that? Dude, fucking wild. Forming antioxidants, just naturally forming. Yeah. And we love antioxidants. You know why? Because the world's trying to kill you with their free radical damage. Yep. All of that organic living shit gives muds their therapeutic ability to stimulate metabolism, as well as their (laughs) analgesic, (laughs) (laughs) anti-inflammatory, I'm standing by my word, (laughs) anti-inflammatory. And that's how I've said it in my head for like 25 years. So funny. Analgesic, anti-inflammatory, and adaptogenic qualities. Lauren Haynes, the owner of Wooden Spoon Herbs, first told us about adaptogens in episode 102. They're super sexy right now. (laughs) They're very popular. I get ads constantly about adaptogens. Mm -hmm. Um, There are many different types of mud, but we know of more mud, salt lake mud and sea mud. So the original material for mud formation is Algae, plants, crustaceans, and other substances. Crustaceans are the spiders of the sea. That's fucking disgusting, but they're part of the marinade now, so I guess they're cool. Uh, so over thousands of years, science shit happens, <laughs> and the decomposition of organic matter in muds leads to the formation of amino acids, salts of fatty acids, aroma substances, that's that stinky shit, and carbohydrates. So I'm saying this because all of this is food for the microflora that's in muds, and so this is the shit that keeps the muds 
alive. This is why it's living matter. So you want to talk about the ingredients to this mud pie? It's not a mud pie anymore. It's a mole. Let's talk about the ingredients to our mud mole. Mm. So structurally, MUDS represents a complex physiochemical substance, and it consists of three interconnected parts. Fucking love this, dude. Science. One, the liquid. That's the MUD solution. <laughs> Two, the solid matter. Solid matter makes me think of shit, but <laughs> whatever. That's what it's called. Solid matter, a.k.a. duty. <laughs> duty. And three, the colloidal complex, the liquid. What's in the liquid? When it comes from saltwater substances, the mud solution consists of water and salts dissolved in it. So it is the derivative of brine. So you know like when you're going to brine a turkey or something like that, or you're going to brine some food? It's like the same idea. So um, it's a water solution with a high concentration of salts that covers mud deposits. And the concentrations of solution can vary between the types of mud and then also within the same deposit. So within the same deposit, the concentration of the solution can vary depending on the season and hydrometeorological changes. Hydrometeorological changes. That's fucking awesome. And it also mm-hmm. makes sense. When it rains, if you have, I mean, we're going to talk about the different types of like of true muds that we kind of think of, I think maybe more of like standing water or things like that. But yeah, when it rains, that shit gets stirred up. All that shit is being stirred up. All the millions of years of organic matter and dead crustaceans and salt and everything. So of course the rain is going to change the liquid itself. Um, the solid, the duty. The solid matter consists of particles of various origin, so salt and minerals, crystals, and rough organic matter. So the higher peloids, that's mud, don't forget. So the higher um, peloids are in smaller particles, and the higher their plasticity... Oh, so the definition of plasticity, I looked this up for y'all. So the plasticity is uh, the adaptability of an organism to change in its environment or the differences between its various habits. So the higher peloids are in smaller particles and the adaptability of an organism to change in its environment (laughs) um, and the better their quality are from a therapeutic point of view. So higher peloids are in smaller particles and The higher the plasticity, the better. Um, The colloidal complex. The colloidal complex is a finely dispensed component of MUDS. It consists of various tiny mineral particles, and it presents a plastic hydrophilic base. Plastic is the ability of um, the organism to change in its environment between various habitats. So it's... All right, so it's a plastic hydrophilic base and determines the water saturation capacity and heat retention of the mud. The colloidal content differs depending on the type of the mud. The colloidal complex, um, a finely dispersed component of muds, and consists of various mineral particles that are super tiny, which is great for us, and it presents a plastic hydrophilic basis. So the plastic hydrophilic basis means that it's able to change depending on the environment that it's in, and that is going to determine the water saturation capacity and the heat retention capability of the mud. So the colloidal content differs depending on the type of mud, but the reason that we care about the heat capacity, we're going to learn later, is that the heat retention is what is going to make the mud really work with our bodies, which is fucking dope as shit. Mm, that's cool. So there's a couple of main types of mud mole. Y'all know that mud really isn't mole, right? You know, it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. So, okay, the main mole mud types. So there are low morpetes, there are high morpetes, there are sapropyl muds, and there's sulfite silt muds. Tell us about the muds. Okay, so the first one um, that Elizabeth had mentioned called morpetes, both the low and high morpetes are also referred to as organic mud, also known as 
torf. What a weird word. T-O-R-F. Torf. <laughs> this type of mud has been formed as a result of partial bacterial decomposition of micro and macro vegetation in conditions of high humidity, my favorite, hmm. and low oxygenation. It normally contains more than 50% organic matter with a degree of bacterial decomposition of 40% or more. More peats are normally very rich in um, humic matter. Sapropyl muds are silts of freshwater origin. They are rich in organic matter, more than 10%, and are formed as a result of multiple macro and microbiological processing of water, plants, and animals. They're not as rich in humic matter as the more peats. Sulfide silt muds are of saltwater origin. They're relatively poor in organic matter. And as a rule, they're really rich in iron sulfide and water-soluble salts. Therapeutic muds are then subdivided again into freshwater muds, muds with low mineral content, muds with medium mineral content, and then high mineral content, saturated muds, and oversaturated muds. Acidity varies from super duper acidic with a pH of 1.5 to 2, which would be like an organic morpeat, to alkaline with a pH over 9, so super alkaline. Um, like the sulfide silt muds, those are really alkaline. So you can kind of see the comparisons of when they're super acidic to when they're super alkaline and then the differences between them. Exactly. Okay, so before we continue, I want to talk about something that I learned on MFM, which is the Tululand Man. So I remember that Karen actually talked about this in one of her, one of her stories because this guy was found in a peat bog. And so peat, as we just learned, is um, a type of mud that's within the low moors, right? So it's going to be very acidic. And so peat, because it's very acidic, they used to use this to burn back, back, back in the day before, I don't know, electricity and shit. And this happened in the 1950s, actually, when they found this Tulund man. So he was buried underneath tons of peat and he was arranged in the fetal position. And he was obviously old as shit. <laughs> and so they did radiocarbon dating and they found that he died in 405 to 308 BC. The fuck. So Wait, what year? Somewhere between 405 and 380 BC. What? Yes. He was almost living with Jesus. Before Jesus, girl. Jesus wasn't even like a <laughs> twinkle in God's eye. <laughs> oh, you said, wait, 406 BC? BC. The fuck? Yeah, right? That's before Christ? No, I know that's not what it stands for, but it's always what I think. Way old. So, the preserved tender tissues of his body are the consequence of the acid in the peat along with the lack of oxygen underneath the surface of the cold climate of Nordic countries. The acid in the peat needed for the preservation of the, of the human body, it's just all that shit, all that shit that's in the peat, which is mud as it turns out, in the bog. So, there's actually a lot of bog bodies that they're finding throughout Denmark. Bog bodies. Bog bodies. Isn't that so crazy? And so I wanted to bring that up because this is why we don't use all muds as therapeutic muds. Bitch, some muds are not for therapy. They're going to kill you. Some are for preservation. They're for embalming, as it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you can actually see a picture of, like, this guy. His face is so—there's so much detail in his face, and he looks like silver almost. It's so wild. I got to check it out. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. Send me. Um, The kind of cool thing, the last thing I want to say about this is that they kind of think that this guy was actually, like, he wasn't killed, even though he was found 
like they they know that he was oh the Tulun man. They know that he was killed because he was found with a noose around his neck. This is all. Mm. This is how untouched his body was it's wild but so why can't i use this mud for myself when I'm <laughs> just stop aging in your tracks <laughs> so they think that he was actually sacrificed like that it was an honor that he was like mm. sacrificed uh, used as a sacrifice to the gods rather than like a criminal that was killed or something like that but dude it's kind of crazy you could even see the wrinkles in his face you, are you looking at it right yes dude, they could even see inside of his stomach and intestines they identified his last meal was porridge or gruel that was made from grain or seeds, and 40 different types of seeds were identified. What the fuck? That's so sad that that was his last meal, but back then maybe it was like a delicacy. Girl, there wasn't shit. That could have been like the whole town's meal. They saved it all for the guy that they were sacrificing so they could get more. Who knows? <laughs> oh my God. Like no cheeseburger for this guy. No, poor guy. Um, isn't that so crazy? They could even take fingerprints. I wonder, too, if it's better for the environment to, like, preserve a body because, like, isn't it technically bad for the environment, like, the breaking down of, um, like, a dead body? No, I think it's good for the environment. Like, I bad think what's for bad nature? for the environment is, like, the caskets that we put them in because it's decomposition because it's all the circle of life, girl. We're trying to become the peat. I thought from, like, the embalming stuff it maybe wasn't good. Oh, maybe that. It's either that or, I mean, if we were just, just went in the ground as is, it would work. <laughs> As we're learning today. Yeah, yeah. But it's we fuck up the earth by, yeah, exactly, embalming, the caskets, all this shit. Crazy. Wild. Before going forward, actually, since we just learned about why the fuck we don't use more peat as therapeutic muds. Hmm. Oh, we made a joke last week saying uh, using clay, that we could use clay and mud from Newton Creek and maybe don't use clay and mud from Newton Creek. And so that shit will probably preserve a body. <laughs> Exactly. I don't want the internet to come after us, so I want to be very clear. The muds that we're talking about today are very different from the mud that you see in, like, your yard. Like, we don't have yards here in Brooklyn, but y'all's yards. It's different. This is not the same type of mud. That yard mud contains high levels of toxins and bacteria, and that shit is hazardous to your whole self. So maybe don't. Just don't do that. The therapeutic muds that we're discussing today are found all over the world, and their mineral and chemical profiles are so varied... And so are their physical and therapeutic properties. So depending on where they're from, they can contain high concentrations of zinc, copper, selenium, iron, magnesium. And when we come back from this break, we're going to talk to you all about how magic mud does its thing and gives us all its goddamn great minerals. We'll be right back, guys. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. <laughs> And we're back. So, everybody, how do mods work? <laughs> uh, so, what you're probably all wondering is how do muds work? Like, we're telling you all this shit about it, but how does it work? Right. And how would they work with the body? Mm -hmm. So, muds work with our body systems with the combination of temperature, heat, uh, mechanical and chemical factors. Temperature is considered by some to be the most important physical factor of peloid therapy for two reasons. 
One is that heat increases the activity of the chemical components in peloids, and two, heated mud promotes swelling of the skin, which is important because it changes the penetrability of cellular membranes for the biochemically active components of muds. And according to chemical theory, chemically active substances found in peloids such as hormones, antibiotics, biostimulators, microelements, and organic acids penetrate the body systems and heal the body from the inside. Peloid molecules can penetrate through the skin, and one of the biologically active components of MUDs is hydrogen sulfate. All right. So before we talk about hydrogen sulfate, this is one of my favorite moments when doing this research, because I was reading about how hydrogen sulfate works, and I saw a word that I recognized from another book, and that fucking word we're going to find out right now. So let's take a trip with our boy, Dr. Becker, in the body electric and learn about a major discovery in biology from back in 1920. Yo, these fucking battling scientists, I love their tea. Okay, so if you remember in our microcurrent episodes, we were talking about the split in biology among the vitalists and the mechanists. So the vitalists maintained that electricity was the central basis of human life. The mechanists were like, nah, we don't think so. Prove it, bitch. So after the discovery of neurotransmitters, the vitalists were like, yo, we just proved that shit. After an injury, only an electrical current could jump across the gap of communicating nerves in order to heal. The gap of communicating nerves is called the synapse. So I'm not going to ruin the climax of our microcurrent episode. We're coming back with that episode in uh, the finale in that series. But what I am going to tell you is that the reason science stopped looking at the current of injury and the possibility of electricity within our body as the basis of life and the meaning of healing for the next 60 years um, is for this. Because in 1920, picture it, we're at NYU. In New York City, NYU School of Medicine. The professor's name is Otto Luai. So biologists had found that a frog heart would continue to beat for several days when removed uh, with its nerves and placed in an appropriate solution. That is very creepy. Right? I know. So stimulating one of the nerves would slow it down. So Luai took a heart with a nerve attached, stimulated the nerve, which slowed the beat. He then collected the solution that bathed that heart and placed another heart in it. Its beat slowed even though the depressor nerve hadn't been stimulated, so he discovered that the nerve slowed the heartbeat by producing a chemical, and that chemical crossed the gap between the nerve ending and the muscle fiber, the synapse. So this chemical was later identified as acetylcholine, and Loai was awarded the Nobel Prize in 1936 for this discovery. Shapiro. Pretty cool. Shapiro, I'm going to pass you the ball. Pick it up from there. Tell us about how hydrogen sulfate reacts similarly to acetylcholine. How many estheticians do you need to figure out how to say acetylcholine? (laughs) So hydrogen sulfate acts similarly to acetylcholine, causing changes to the circulatory system, such as raising blood pressure, slowing down the pulse, and narrowing blood vessels. All of these change the blood supply to organs and body tissues, which improves the heart activity. Biostimulating effects of MUDs have been connected by some scientists with their antioxidant properties, which most of them possess. So here's a theory as to how peloid, you know, peloid is a MUD. It also sounds like a fucking keloid. It really does. Um, But peloid and MUD are interchangeable. They're the same word. Um, Here's a theory as to how peloid application increases penetrability of the skin to their components, and in particular to iron. Iron and other elements of peloids penetrate from the surface of the skin deep into the body systems. 
An increase of biochemical enzyme activity on the cellular and subcellular levels takes place. Hydrogen sulfate acts similarly to acetylcholine, causing changes to the circulatory system, such as raising blood pressure, slowing down the pulse, and narrowing blood vessels. All of these change the blood supply to organs and body tissues, which improve the heart activity. Biostimulating effects of MUDs have been connected by some scientists with their antioxidant properties, which is really fucking cool to me. And then lastly, dudes, the main therapeutic properties of MUDs that we care about anyway for peloid therapy are that they are one, powerful antioxidant. Two, they're peptide. Y'all know we love fucking peptides. Three, they're anti-aging. Give it to me. Four, anti-inflammatory. Fuck yeah. Five, general healing. I love that they had to do four things before just general healing. I know. You could have just said general healing, I feel like. (laughs) Just everything, bitch. General healing is like, and if you've got any more questions, bitch, everything. Yes, that's it. All of it. (laughs) It's like Windex in uh, my big fat Greek wedding. (laughs) It's very interesting. Oh, so funny. All right. Should we um, talk about some treatments? One of the best-known muds in the world comes from the Dead Sea. Dead Sea mud is black and enriched with such healing minerals as magnesium, calcium, potassium, bromide, and organic remains of plants and animals. It's the organic matter in the mud which makes it so potent and healing and a really, um, I guess, world-renowned beauty product. I have clients who have been and friends who have been to the Dead Sea, and they said that the mud, they've rubbed it all over their body, all over their face, and that their skin looks and feels amazing. Um, also, that's the the by far the most popular mud, I think, that you can find online. Like, if you're going to do a DIY, Dead Sea mud yeah. is, is yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And also Dead Sea salt. Yeah, and it's um, supposed to help arthritis. Um, it'll help skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis, acne. Stress-related disorders. It can help with your circulation if you have poor circulation. So kind of fucking cool um, that that's something that you can find on the internet really easy if you can't make it to the Dead Sea, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dudes, take a vacation. Uh, The cool thing about muds, obviously we said that you can't just go in your backyard and start messing around with those muds. So instead, you might have to get out there and do some traveling. I mean, the world's opening up again, so I'm here for it. But um, because muds have different combinations of bioactively active substances, that makes them each affect different regulatory and homeostatic body systems. And since each of them are only formed in certain regions of the planet under unique geological conditions, and each type of mud has an age... You got to get out there and see them. You got to see the different ones because they're each going to do different things. And I think that it's cool to see each mud, each different type of mud, although I've never obviously been there, but I'd like to because they each reflect the process of the evolution and the regional geochemical specifics of each region. So wait, where are there different muds? Like um, in Iceland, right? Isn't that where people go for mud baths and stuff? I think there's also, yeah, I think there are a lot of um, European countries, Mm -hmm. the Middle East. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Um, I heard Greenpoint, Brooklyn has <laughs> Newton Creek is sick. Really toxic mud. So it could probably probably could uh preserve a dead body. <laughs> Maybe don't go on bogs. That's what we learned today also. Yeah. Um, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I never knew what the fuck a, sweet. I never knew what like a moor was before because I but what I would always hear about it. And I feel like that those are sort of more things that are in like Europe. And yes. I always heard about people burning peat. I was like, what the fuck is that? So I learned about that today. Um, learned about fucking bodies in the bogs because some shit is mad, <laughs> mad, mad acidic. Some shit's mad, mad, mad alkaline. That's really insane. I, I still have that photo up of that dude. 
Gotta get rid of that. That was creepy. No, we gotta put it up on the Instagram for the kids so the people can yeah. see. We're like fucking mud, man. Look at what it does. I don't know. What else do we want to tell the kids about mud? Also, I guess we should say that there's mud products everywhere, I guess, right? Like in Sephora, mm -hmm. type in mud, you'll find some shit. But that's why people are using them. What's to deal with muds? They alive. All shit that has just lived in it for a year, died in it. That's that mole. More so. Aged. That's that mole. <laughs> All right, what else, Shapiro? What else? What else? I feel like we can wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up and go to our beauty baddie moment of the week. Our beauty baddie moment of the week is where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. They can be moments of growth, moments of self-care, moments of happiness, whatever. Um, I will say that I was like, fuck, it's going to be really warm out. I want to be able to show my crazy looking feet. Mm. Um, so I went and got, I felt bad because they were only open another like 25 minutes or 30 minutes at the nail salon. Mm -hmm. But I went and I was like, I don't even care about polish. Can you just like fix my feet, do the callus removal mm -hmm. where they use the cheese grater. Dude, you've always told me about the cheese grater and I didn't realize that it's le it's legitimately a cheese grater yes. until I got it done the other day. Oh, you got it done. So you yes, understand. I was kind of horrified, but also like... Did you look at what was in it after? No, but dude, it's literally a I cheese looked. grater. I thought that, that was just like a colloquial term. That's what I call it because it's a fucking cheese grater. Girl, they pulled out a straight cheese grater for my foot. Yeah. There's a lot underneath there. I needed it. Sorry to take yeah. over your... Um, when Sorry. I say I should have taken a before and after photo, my feet look so much better, even though they're so fucking pale. Mm -hmm. They kind of look like cadaver feet still because they just have no color to them. Mm -hmm. But geez, I walked out of there feeling like 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> yes. And that I looked really good. And yes. I even wore open toed shoes the next day. Yes. Glorious. Yes. So get a callus removal, whatever that means. If it means a cheese grater, the people at this nail salon really do sanitize them properly. So I don't feel bad about it or mm -hmm. feel weird. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Or just like, why don't you just bring your own cheese grater? <laughs> right? I guess so now that I know it's a cheese grater. Yeah, you can literally just go buy your own at fucking Ikea. <laughs> oh my God, so gross and hilarious. So gross and hilarious. But I'm, I love this for you. I did the same last week and I felt I felt great. I've been wearing open-toed shoes also and it's been hot as shit in the city. So thank God. Honestly. Um. Okay, so my beauty baddie moment of the week is that... Um, so last year I started therapy because of a number of reasons, but I just had like certain goals in life that I wasn't able to reach on my own and certain obstacles that I kept coming up against and just like things that I wanted to change. And, um, you know, the, the people that I admire who are super successful are all in therapy. And I thought, well, bitch, you're not successful and you got problems. So maybe go to therapy. And so um, one of the things that I really wanted to work on was um, my female friendships. And I have been with my therapist for now like almost a year and she's the goddamn greatest and I talk about her all the time and I become this, one of these people but that's not the point. The point is that Alex and I, you and I have been not great <laughs> for the past couple of weeks because we had a little argument because you know we're partners in a lot of different things and life is difficult and it happens sometimes but that's not my beauty baddie moment of the week. The beauty baddie moment of the week is that we you know worked it out. Like fucking adults mm -hmm. in a really, really mature way. And we're moving forward and getting better. And I don't know, I was really, really fucking proud of us. And I was really proud of me. 
And we looked at each other after we made up and said, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) We're adults or something. We're adults or something. Yeah. So that was my beauty baddie moment of the week is continually striving and hitting goals and friendships and all of that stuff. So that's it. That's my beauty baddie moment of the week. It's Shapiro. I love that. That's cute. What if you were like, ew. <laughs> ew. It's disgusting. Ew. Don't use me yes. in your beauty body <laughs> moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Adults. Adult friendships. It's important. And they're hard to come by. It's true. Um, also, uh, I guess it's because it's hard. Like, change is really hard. And I think that, like, we should all be striving to be the best versions of ourselves and change in positive ways. And um, I don't know, it's hard to do it on your own. So maybe if you're hitting a wall, if you're coming against yourself, up against yourself. I guess I bring this up because one of my clients, um, one of my dear clients, Camille, I love her. I don't think she listens to the show. Um, I've known her for so many years now, I realized. Like, I remember when I looked at her, I was like, Camille, you're a grown-ass woman. When did you turn 30? But... um, she, you know, just started a relationship and she was just, you know, being honest with me about just about like life. Do you know what I mean? And herself and this person and all of these things. And basically was just like, you know, I know that this part about me, I want to change, but like, I don't know how. And I said, well, girl, that's what therapy's for. And I realized that somebody had said that to me, like one of my clients said that to me at her age was like, Mm. I came to a place where I was like, I know that this is some, this is a problem. And so this is something that needs to change. And it's something I don't like about myself, but like, I don't know how to change it. How do I change it? And she said, well, girl, that's what therapy's for. So just passing on that little bit, I guess like to be able to pass that on and also know that like it's working. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm making the positive changes of myself that I wanted to see. For sure. I love that. Yeah, and wanting to pass that on to somebody else. So, like, if you feel like you don't, there's something about yourself that you want to change and you can afford therapy or you have the means to get some therapy, go go get your healing. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> that's nice. And that's it. Oh, that isn't it. First, oh, my God, my mom's going to give her beauty baddie moment of the week after the <gasps> oh, show. Oh, yeah. So don't forget to stick around. Stick around for Sharice Taylor's beauty baddie moment of the week. I haven't even asked her yet. I don't think she's going to mind. <laughs> Don't even tell her, and then she just hears herself. She's going to listen and be so happy. I don't think she's going to mind at all. I think she's going to be very, very happy. I think she'll like it. Uh, DM or email us your listener letters. Uh, You can also DM or email us your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast or True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. Or the hotline. I forgot to put it in our show notes. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Or the True Beauty Brooklyn hotline, 1-866-6. Baddie. B-A-D-D-I-E. Yes. You guys can leave us a voicemail with your questions or with your beauty baddie moments of the week. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear from you guys. I can't wait to hear from you. Yeah, this is going to be great. Give us a little call. I forgot to tease next week's episode. Next week, we still got to tell you all about salts because Mud stole the show this week. I forgot. I got to update our uh, schedule of release because we got a whole nother episode. It's about salts. Y'all are going to learn about that Epsom salt. You're going to learn about that magnesium. Y'all are going to learn about that Himalayan pink salt. Salts. Salts. I never knew that salts were so cool. They're pretty cool. So cool that, like, they couldn't even fit into muds. I was like, oh, we'll just tack on salts at the end. And then I was like, bitch, no. Stop trying to limit the earth. (laughs) The earth is the shit. They are too cool. (laughs) So next week, we got fucking salts for you guys. We're going to be back with hippie shit. Y'all, we're not done. Can't stop, won't stop. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I'm at Alex Lindley. 
If you live locally, make an appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to hang with us at either of our locations. In Williamsburg, we're at 419 Graham Ave. That's where Elizabeth is most days. In Greenpoint, we're at 166 Franklin Street. That's where Alex is most days. And if you don't live locally and you don't want to call us with your beauty baddie moment of the week or your question, you can book a virtual skincare consultation with us. And you can do that at truebeautybrooklyn.com. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, so this is one of your favorite listeners. Um, I just want to share with you my beauty baddie moment. I had had to stop exercising because I, I injured my neck and I went back to physical therapy. I took all the medications, the, you know, um, the muscle relaxer, blah, 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 blah. But I was, I was feeling like I was like a slug because I'd been exercising and frankly had learned to love exercising. And I was very, very sad that this exercise that I had, a uh, program that I started which I loved, I couldn't do because it was too much strain on my neck and the arthritis in my neck. And the, I was really very sad. And so I, I couldn't exercise for like two weeks, oh, maybe a month now. And I was trying to find a new exercise routine that I could use within my VR headset. I kept trying different ones. And a lot of them were boxing. I was like, I don't want to box. Boxing is, ugh, it's violent. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I don't want to box. And last night, I hit my nadar, which is the lowest point. And I um, I just was very upset, went to bed upset. Dad couldn't console me. I was just very upset. And I woke up this morning and I said, damn it, I'm going to get up and I'm going to dance today. I'm going to do it. And so I got up, got dressed in my exercise outfit, went to do it. And I started, I did, I did part of, I did the routine and I was like, eh. And I noticed that they, they also offer boxing. And I went, let's just see. Well, Beth, I flipped and loved it. I did it for half an hour. I loved every minute of it. It's squats, it's lunging to the side, it's all the things that I was able to do. And I said, my God, I love this. So by opening myself up to something that I had just last night said, I'm not doing that because I'm not a boxer and I ain't going to do it and it's all violent. And I loved it. I loved doing it. So my beauty baddie moment was this moment, this moment in which I opened myself up to a new kind of exercise routine, found that I love it, and I want, can't wait to, to do it again tomorrow. And my body feels terrific. I feel great. This has been a COCBK production, produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by Beta Wave. Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. <laughs>